Hi, welcome to Stand Up. This is Amanda Napier, your host, and I'm so happy to be, to be back with you today. Today I want to talk to you about the fruits of the Spirit and what that means in our lives as Christians. And so I kind of want to start off and um, tell you a story, what has, what's been going on or kind of what's happened um, recently with me. So I am a manager um, at a healthcare facility, and I have I, I have several nurses under me. Um, a couple of, of people who had worked for me, both were my friends, and so I had befriended um, a person year this one person years ago. Her name we'll say is Brenda, and um, Brenda and I had been friends for twenty years or more. She's worked with me several places. Um, we have had become very close. Um, and so anyway, she has, you know, has worked for me in multiple places. And so um, since I've been at this company several years, I've also befriended another lady named Lacey. And so to kind of give you a little background, um, Brenda and I have been raised in church and have a strong faith and have prayed together, fasted together, done Bible, multiple Bible studies together. And She's, you know, a well-known Christian in our, in our work environment. And so Lacey was not raised um, in church. Actually, her mother was in a cult. She has no religious background. The only um, inkling of, of God and Jesus Christ and Christianity she's had, I think, has been me coming to work. And so, um, and so she is still not a, she's not saved. Um, she, she has got this, the knowledge of God and we have, we pray together at work. We've prayed together for years. We've prayed over our families, our children work. Um, we've actually, the power of God has fallen all over us at work and she felt it. And I thought that day she was going to, um, she was, she was overcome with the spirit of God and, um, we had prayed over a situation at work. We actually had a survey team walk in and they walked right out. And when that, that survey team walked out, the, the power of God fell all over us. And she was just beside herself. She was like, I can't, I can't believe this feeling. And, and I felt it too. And I said, you know, Lacey, that's the power of God. That's the Holy Spirit in encompassing this room. I thought that day she would she would be a born again believer because she, God enabled her to feel that his power and his presence. So anyway, Lacey and I've talked about salvation. She's not, you know, has come back to me. I'm not into religion. I don't, you know, so here we are with Brenda being a devout Christian and Lacey being I don't really want to take that step. I, I believe there's a God, but I just don't want to get into this religion thing. I don't, I, I'm glad that you pray over me and my kids. I'm, you know, I'm glad to have you as my friend. I love you, but I just, and so, and so, okay. So here we are. So, um, fast forward, we, um, have a situation that had come about and, um, Brenda had gotten very upset over something and I was not aware of it. But what had happened was on a, on the company email, she had sent out, she had replied to everybody and it wasn't really what I would say like appropriate. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't belligerent. There was no cursing or anything like that, but it was just kind of inappropriate. And, and so she 
Brenda Lacey and myself all work very close together. We all have different, I'm, I am the main management of the facility and these two are under me, but they have different capacity roles. And so, but we all have to work very closely together. And so what happened was Brenda got very upset and basically put on the email that she's done and that she's just, she wants to take a different position. And so I followed up with her the the next morning and in fact she did and so i call i did a follow-up call and the follow-up call was not good and so without getting into detail i had to say you know hey i were really not getting anywhere with this so i'm gonna have you report to such and such another nurse and um We'll, we'll kind of leave it at that. And so she hangs up on me. And so I call Lacey and I said, Hey, I just want to let you know that Brenda's not going to be able, she's resigned her position immediately. She's not going to work. She's very upset. She, she hung up on me and this is what happened. Immediately, immediately I get from Lacey. Well, that was just real Christian, wasn't it? Wow, like you're going to have Bible studies and you're going to um, preach and you're going to um, proclaim and declare to be this, that, and the other in uh, Christian. And then you're going to turn around and send out a company email like you did. And then she's going to say things like that to you and hang up on you. That's real Christian. And so this, so it's happened a couple other times with my friend Lacey, that she has known of, of different people or, you know, things, people who were Christian and, you know, the first, you know, anything that happens or goes wrong, she's the first one to, well, and they're supposed to be Christian. And so I know that's kind of her defense, her, you know, her, this is why I don't want to be religious. This is why I don't want to, to dive into what you're doing, because look at the people who are Christian, who are claiming to be Christian. And so I want to talk to you about the fruit of the spirit. I want to talk to you about what the word of God says. Born again, Christians. We have the Holy Spirit comes inside of us and he seals us as a child of God. The spirit of God is within us. We have the power of God, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ living inside of us. So with that being said, is there anything that the Lord can't transform, take away, um, accomplish, do in your life, complete in your life? There is nothing he can't do. Now, I'm going to tell you. It, that doesn't mean he's going to do it the next day. But I'm telling you, if it's the will of God and you go to the Lord in prayer, there's nothing he can't do. And I want to talk to you about the fruits of the Spirit. So the Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there, are, there is no law. Those who belong in Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So in the Bible, Matthew chapter 7, 15, 
Okay, Jesus is saying, beware of false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. By their fruits you will recognize them. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. You know, we are to be as Christians People, people should know we are Christians by how we act. And the fruit of the Spirit is nothing but good. It's, it's love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And so we have, to, we have to learn how to exercise those. And nobody is perfect. Everybody has shortcomings. But there is nothing, there's nothing that you can't pray about. If you have trouble with your... Um, with your mouth, with your behavior, with your attitude, anything opposite of the fruit of the Spirit. Who wants to live like that? Who wants to live miserable, angry, sad, jealous, envy, hatred, idolatry? Who wants to live like that? And so when you when you think about that, when you think about that as born-again believers in Christ, sealed of the Holy Spirit, the spirit that's inside of us, when Jesus comes into your heart and he saves you and transforms your life, things aren't changed in a minute. But I, you know, I heard him, I heard a minister say one time, he gave an example of how there was an, this man had an anger issue. He was so angry and, you know, he got up late for work. He was running down the steps. It was raining outside. He didn't have his umbrella. And his wife said, Hey, honey, do you care to take out this bag of trash? And he turned around and just laid into her and was yelling at her. No, I'm not going to take that bag of trash. Can't you see I'm late? What's wrong with you? You know, like laid into her. He goes to work, you know, doesn't face him. Um, what changes? The man gets saved. He's born again. Same same situation a couple months later, but now he's a Christian. He gets up. He's late for work. It's raining. He's rushing down the stairs. His wife, hey, honey, would you care to take out the bag of trash? He turns around. He yells at her again. Can't you see I'm late for work? It's raining outside. I don't have time to take that out. The difference is this time he gets to work and he can't stand himself. What have I done? I've just, I've just screamed and, and unleashed on my wife and nothing, you know, he had to call her right away and apologize. And I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to get better. That is the difference in being a born again Christian and having the Holy Spirit in your life and changing you from the inside out versus not having the Holy Spirit in your life and you continue to lash out at people and you continue to contribute to the evil and the ignorance in this world. And, you know, we have politically, you know, all this equality and everything going around and, you know, people just mad about everything. People are mad about everything. There's, you know, all you hear is about all the injustice and this person did this to me and that person did that to me. I have the answer. It's Jesus Christ. See, when you're born again and you have the spirit of God inside of you, the perfect spirit of God, and he's changing you from the inside out, just like the man that was angry at his wife, the Lord can change you. He can make you a compassionate, faithful, full of joy and peace 
individual so that this time when you go to work or this time when you go to the grocery store or this time when this person cuts you off in traffic, you're not going to react like you normally do. And at the end of the day, you're going to be happier. Your stress level is going to be down. People are going to start noticing you and people are going to want what you have because it is life changing. The fruits of the Spirit are not just words in the Bible. They're life-altering gifts that are free to you from God. They are free to you from Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit seals you the minute you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And the Bible says in Romans 10 verse 9, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that He ascended and went to heaven, you will be saved. And so... If you haven't done that, I encourage you this day, I encourage you to take that step. Get a Bible, Romans 10 verse 9, and see if Jesus cannot change your life. Because I'm telling you, He can. It is life-changing, life-altering, and people are going to want what you have. I want to be happy. I want to be full of joy. And there are days, like anybody, we are all not perfect. We're all going to have bad days. We're all going to have days that you feel like everything in life is coming against you. Everything has went wrong that day. But the difference is, the difference is, we as believers have the fruit of the Spirit, and we rebound from that. We ask the Lord to change this or that. Change, please, God, forgive me of how I thought. God, please forgive me of, of what I what I said. Or you call the person. You call the person that's offended you or that you've offended. Hey, I hope I didn't offend you. I just, you know, I want to tell you I'm sorry. And I'm going to tell you, you can walk in peace and joy and love every day of your life. It doesn't matter the circumstance. It doesn't matter what happened, what's going on in your finances, or what's going on in your marriage, or what's going on at work, or what's going on with your children. When you are filled with the Spirit of God, and He orders your steps every day, Psalm 37, 23, He orders the steps of the righteousness. He orders the steps of us. When you are saved and you pray that He order your steps and you allow the fruits of the Spirit go to work in you, your life will be changed forever. And so I just want to encourage everybody to access those free gifts, the gifts, the fruits of the Spirit, to live with uh, the peace, love, and joy in your heart every day. Ask God. Ask Him to perfect those in you. Ask Him to take anything that is not of Him out of your heart. And I just feel like going over. I want to talk to you before um, I leave you about gentleness. Gentleness is the power to control your reactions to difficult people and situations. It should not be confused with weakness. And so there is a difference. And a lot of people think if I don't say something or if I don't lash back at somebody, if they're yelling at me, then I'm going to be looked at as somebody that's weak and somebody that can be walked on. And that is not the case. See, there is power in, there's power in silence. And I have learned that, especially throughout the last few years of my life. There's power in silence. There's power in just being still. And so um, two verses that gentleness references is uh, Matthew eleven twenty nine, And so, you know, that's when Jesus is talking about, come to me. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so what would he do in situations that he was being, look at how many times he was attacked. 
And he was, you know, the crowds got one after him, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, you know, how many times he was under attack verbally, physically, um, and then, you know, brutally crucified. We react to whatever is, is given to us or said to us. We're, I pray that you will look at these scriptures, Galatians 5, verse 22, and the other scriptures that... Um, that I talked about. I pray that you guys have love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Because the opposite of that is miserable, is stress, is anger, and it's hurt. And so when we allow the opposite of the fruits of the Spirit to be a part of our life or to be flourishing in our life, it is not, that's not the plan of God for you. He doesn't, he wants you to have life full of joy and abundance. And that's why the fruits of the spirit are there for us. I pray that God's blessing is on you this week. And I look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you all.